episode 71. There can be only one. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the Good evening, Go Runway fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How you doing, EC? Stuffing my face, doing great, feeling <laughs> fine, feeling like a million bucks. I cannot believe that this transfer window, I'm going to go on record as saying it's the best transfer window in the history of the club. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, okay, maybe since Sir Alex has left, I'll say that. But doing great. Good to see you. Glad you are doing great. Glad you're doing a lot better now, which is great to hear and great to see your face. So I'm doing good. Yes, yes, easy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, to all the fans out there, or the listeners, fans, What I mean, uh, the reason we didn't do a pod last week is I caught the vid last week. No, no, my, well, first of all, my kids brought them from school, and then, you know, it, it's in turn, you know, it just snowballed through one kid through, you know, you see how it is. One kid gets sick, the sniffles, and starts having a fever, and then you're good for a day, and then the other kid starts getting sick and fever. So by the end of the week, I got it, and it was horrible. I mean, and that's because I'm vaccinated, and but I have other underlying conditions. You know what I mean? I'm overweight, you know, high blood pressure, and I've had pneumonia in the past. So I just, you know, I was just scared and. Um, like I said, I, you know, got some treatments and then um, pulled out of it. So, but thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for uh, for uh, for asking. You see, and yeah, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot, um, you know. I mean, you know, you went through it, so obviously, I'm not going to tell you how this bullshit virus, you know, is. Um, but you know, guys, get if you're out there, you know, take care of yourselves. Uh, get that vaccine and uh, and take care of yourselves. Mask up. A hand sanitizer, do all the nine things because the last thing you want to do is is get sick and then also have a kid in your house, you know, having a, that low grade fever kind of, you know, just that 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 uh, it's like the uncertainty. You see, I could never sleep <coughs> well because my kids were sick, and you don't know if they're gonna have respiratory problems or not. You know, what I mean, this is that, I mean. I mean, you know, I mean, you have, I mean, you you went through with your ch- your children too. I mean, uh, it's just this shit's. I mean, it's bad. Nope, went through it. It freaking sucks. And I was just glad that you know everything worked out and you're all right. You know, that's the last thing we want. You know, football. You know, meet. We love it. You know that we love talking about it. But our health's way more important. Our kids are way more important. So we took some time off, kind of like we are in international break right now. <laughs> so. Now we're back, ready to roll, and uh, got an exciting show for you guys. EC, you said it. You said it right at the top of the, the top of the pod. The best transfer window since Sir Alex left that we've ever had. The most exciting, I think. Um, and it it is all boils down. Yes, we got Sancho. We talked about that. We've got Varane. We've talked about that. But the prodigal son. 
The king has returned, you see. Hold on, I'm sorry. I can't say king because there's only one king. The prince, the princes of the universe, there can be only one has returned to, to United. And that is CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo has returned to United. And I, I just, it pained me wanting to do a pod the day, uh, was it on a Friday, when everything was official, uh, I just I just couldn't I just couldn't muster up the the will energy, but it was just I mean as you as, as I was probably the most euphoric day that as a United fan we've had since he left in two thousand nine, since he left to Madrid and uh, it's just it's just it was just an awesome day and it and it it went to me a, a twenty four hours that nobody in the sports world. It was like a roller coaster, you see. And I'm going to tell you this. I know, I know, I, I know. I thought I'd text this to you. Probably told this to you over the phone, but I woke up at four o'clock that morning on on uh, on, on Friday morning. You know, because my kids were, you know, I just couldn't sleep. You know, it's uncomfortable. You know, coming down with this, you know, bullshit. Woke up four o'clock, go to the bathroom, and I checked my uh, check Twitter, and it was a blaze, you see. It was a blaze. CR7 to Man City. Deal is done. Deal is, you know, the, the meetings have been had with Jorge Mendez, with Pep Guardiola. The, 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 the pit of my stomach sank, you see, because you already heard the rumors that whole two Thursday of him going to City. You're like, no, this is never going to happen. It is never going to happen. It is never going to happen. And then you see those things, you know, that those headlines. I think Fabrizio Romano was, uh, you know, I think he he um, he um, tweeted early that Friday morning. Uh, Skies tweeted, you know, City this and City that. Ronaldo headed to City, and then it was just so depressing. I was already thinking, this man, you know, because I, I I said he was the reason that I started watching, you know. Uh, Manchester United, and I've followed Ronaldo's career. I mean, I've been a CR7 fan since you know since he was at United. Um, and I had to take a look. I thought about it. You see, I was like, you know what? He goes to City. He's done. He's dead to me. He's dead. I, I mean, I'm gonna unfollow on Twitter. I'm gonna unfollow on Facebook. I'm gonna unfollow my Instagram. I don't give. I mean, obviously, my little you know unfollowing ain't do shit, but. I started thinking about it. I'm like, there are 10 times as many Manchester United fans and City fans, you see. And I, that morning, I started thinking. I'm like, dude, it, I mean, because we're loyal. Manchester United fans are loyal. But, I mean, the guy has like, what, fucking 100,000 people, you know, 100 million people, like followers on all platforms of social media. But, I mean, <laughs> think about it. How many Manchester United fans is he going to lose over, you know, if he goes to City? And how many City fans is he getting? I would say a drop in the bucket. But this is this type of shit that was running through my head that, you know, that morning. Anyways, so, you know, I get done the bathroom and try to go back to sleep. And this my, my mind's just running. And, you know, it's, it's fucked up, man. You know, football was just running through my mind. And obviously, you know, with the COVID, you know, just can't sleep and everything. And, you know, I, I mean, I shit you not, EC. And you, you, you're, you're probably thinking I'm bullshitting. But I shit you not. I had a dream. And because I went to back to sleep around four thirty in the morning, it was around four, you know, five ish in the morning. 
and I woke up at 10. So during that time frame, from 4.30-ish to 10 in the morning, and I, I mean, I, I put my hand on the Bible, I swear to God, um, I had a dream that Cristiano Ronaldo's mother told him, his mother told him, do not go to City, you'll ruin your legacy with Manchester United. You know, this is my dream, right? So I wake up in the morning, you know, this shit's just running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like, uh, you know what? It's just a dream. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna check any social media. So I get up and I I feel I'm feeling like shit. I started you know reading up on this, you know, those infusions, antibody infusions. So I you know made a, made an appointment. So after this, I was like, you know what, I'm getting ready. So let me let me check let me check the let me check Twitter and the social media. And lo and behold, what happened, Easy? You tell me what happened. Well, lo and behold, and I'm going to start calling you uh, Martin Luther Bellarosa with these <laughs> dreams there. They came to fruition. Uh, lo and behold, he, he signs with United. So maybe it wasn't his mother in your dream, but it was definitely reportedly his, his father or Sir Alex Ferguson who really helped out with getting this deal over the line. So... Um, he comes back to United, uh, 37-year-old, 37. uh, 12 years uh, passed since he's been been there. Not the same player, nope. uh, not the same tricky winger, not but a position. very, very strong center forward who, in my opinion, still has two strong years left in him. I think he's here until he's 41 years old, um, you know, at $12 million a year. In my opinion, absolute still. Um it was very true. Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola did talk to Ronaldo. Yep. Um, that did happen. Uh, the agents, they all spoke. And I think, again, this, it, you know, it goes back to the player trying to, you know, make sure that he can accentuate everything he can out of his body, you know, monetarily before it's too late. Um, obviously, the rumors are now coming out. Juventus has been trying to let go of him for the past two seasons, not because obviously his productivity, obviously his productivity has been there. It's more of a cash uh, situation is why you get them off the books. It's a wages, so, easy. I mean, I mean, right. I'm and not... so that's been the thing for them. But they didn't, they love him. Obviously, you know, there was rumors that they play better without him. Clearly look at the numbers. That's not true. Um, but, he, but he costs a lot of money. Right. And the, reportedly when he was going to come here, the first reports for 400 grand a week, that's now down to a quarter million. That's what he's going to get him paid. Um, 12 million a season. For the next four to five, that was so I, I thought he's getting paid twenty five million a season. Nope. So so it's down to twelve. So it's twelve million. He has he has clauses inside of the contract that could get him to fifteen. Mm. Twelve million. Um, that's what the fee will be on a on a yearly basis. In my in my opinion, I don't know anything about it. I've just been listening to mm. things. Um, I think he'll be here for the next two seasons, and I think he'll be gone. I think that's when he'll start the America tour. Um, at about 40, 41 years old. Um, and I, I predict him going uh, to Miami. But but for me, I think at, at 37 or 38, whatever he is, I think he has a body of a 29-year-old. He's physically fit. And for me, he comes in as the best player that we have at his, his age, in my opinion. Um, I think he could start in several different positions, but I think they will wind up playing him at the, at the center forward position. I think that's kind of why the Edison Cavani rumor started to bubble up. Uh, but I think ultimately um, Ole has a, a, a another good problem on his hands uh, because you're going to have to now throw all of the excuses out of the window. CR7, Sancho, Varane, Pogba, Bruno, 
Rashford. I mean, these are these are all players who play internationally. These are all players who commercially can sell jerseys. The money's there. He's been backed. And so at this point in time, I don't want to hear any more about this, you know, CDM that we, we didn't get. So that's the reason why he's going to have to figure out how to fit these guys into an attack. For me, if Ronaldo's healthy, he plays every single week. Um, obviously, you got Cavani there still. He's not going anywhere, but I just see CR7 playing uh, playing every week. How old was Latin when he played? When he came to us, he was in his late thirties, right? He was in his late thirties. Um, similar type, you know, not yeah. as tricky anymore, but still physically strong, still good in the air, um, still a good free kick. Yeah. Um, obviously. My personal opinion, Ronaldo's better, but, no, no, but Zlatan's that, that, that's what I'm 15 kind of steps like, down. You know. but, but Zlatan's not 15 steps down. I'm not, I'm, I'm no, not no, no, sliding no. Zlatan. I think that, he's that, still that, a great that, That's what I'm trying to get at, because look at Zlatan right now, right? He played at United. Unfortunately, he got injured. That was that was the thing with Zlatan. You know, he got injured um, that year, <clears throat> and he could never just get back healthy. Came to America, and, oh, God, I mean, he just tore up America, right? I mean, there's no, there's no pun in the world. I mean, yes, he didn't, he wasn't the top scorer and whatnot, but when he did play, it was just a man amongst boys. I just, I don't give a he shit. He was the best player yeah. every time. I don't give a shit what Taylor Tolman says or, you know, these, these, these MLS honkers uh, say, but Zlatan, you know, and then what does he do? He goes and plays in Italian league right now. I think he's playing with uh, AC Milan still. And kills it. So, yeah, I mean, and he's killing year, it. And last so, year had a good yeah. year. And so, if and the reason I bring up Zlatan is because I just don't want to. I want to compare that caliber of player, right? And Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not saying he's a tier above Zlatan. No, no, I, I yeah, get what you're saying. You know, I get what you, I get your you're, point. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're thinking, and I I'm, I'm, I don't want to say this. I really don't want to say this um, because I don't want to jinx it. So I'm not going to say it, but I have to say it because I need. I mean, it needs to be said. And Ronaldo has not been, you know, injury prone, right? He takes care of his body very well. Um, I think he can give you, I mean, two more years. I mean, he, he almost led uh, City A last year in scoring, right? I think he was up there, tell you know, with, with along with Lukaku last year. Um, as a center forward, yes, his position has changed. He's not the winger. He's not the... Running down the wing, every, here you know, was it? Viva Ronaldo, Viva Ronaldo, running down the wing. I hear United sing, Viva Ronaldo. He's not that person anymore. Yes, he's quick and fast, but the dude's a box, box in the fox. You know, you know, fox in the box. Like you're, like you're saying, he's gonna be that natural. You know, like today. I mean, you saw it today. Fuck the dude got a header, right? We don't have somebody to go aerial like that. We don't have anybody. Maybe Varane. No, that we have Varane, and I mean we have Edison, Edison, Edison can, but no. I think it's better than Edison. Yeah, that's what I'm, no, no. I'm saying. Right. You know, we have we we have not seen an aerial presence at United since what? Vidic and Ferdinand, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he's he's arguably arguably literally the the, the best player ever to play. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. I, he, I mean, and he's not done playing it. So that's why I, when he when he walks into any club, I don't care if it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, uh, you know, Bayern Munich, he's the best player. And so those everybody at that club is put on notice, everybody. And what he did today 
was he showed all of those young kids. Cause you got to remember Ole's plan was to get young, mm-hmm. fresh European, mostly English players. This guy's 37. He's not fitting into the mold of what Ole has been talking about. Neither's, this guy, neither's talk, uh, Cavani. This, this, this guy is over This guy is prime ready to go. He's, he's coming back to a league that he dominated. He absolutely dominated this league. Won the Ballon d'Or, was literally the best player on the planet while he was out here, and he's coming back home. So there's no need for any kind of motivation. If he gets the deal over the line with this number seven, that he's going to literally pay for his salary within a two-day period, in my opinion. I think that's how quickly these jerseys will sell. Uh, and so this is a great situation uh, for United, no, no doubt about it. You look at the you look at the players that are around him. This isn't a scrub team that he's playing in, and that's you know back to my point about Ole. There is no more excuses, in my opinion. I'm not I'm not banking my season on Scott McTominay. I know Chelsea got a, a midfield player that we probably wanted mm-hmm. on, but I'm not. I'm again, I'm not worried about that. I, I, for me, he is our center forward. The Ole's best. Uh, tactics are four, two, three, one. He is that number one that will lead the line by himself. He does not need any instruction. He does not need any coaching. He can play in the four, two, three, one. He can rotate, he can press. And so I'm very excited to see what he does on that left side, because I really think Mason's got off to a great start and I do not want to see Pogba deep. That did not work. He tried it. It was horrible in my opinion. And so I just think it's an easy stick. It's going to suck for Edison, but he is on great wages. I know he wants to be the nine. He is not. He is not better than Cristiano Ronaldo. It is not even close. And so I think he I think he gets stuck uh, at that position. So for me, Bruno's probably going to be the biggest one where he's, you know, there's no more penalties for him. There's no more free kicks for him. That's over. So those those things will change the club. And all of them have to kind of look at uh, take a look in the mirror. And hopefully they do what players do do around other great players. They take a look at them and they say, how do they train? How do they eat? How do they practice? How do they play? And they become better players themselves. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm still over the moon. Sometimes I look at the internet and I can't believe it. Um, He's actually here. And so with the international break, he can come right into Newcastle. It just makes it even better. It, the nostalgia factor for everybody that, I mean, because mostly, most of the, I mean, the older cats like us, right? Um, that kind of, I mean, technically, we're kind of grew up with Ronaldo, right? I mean, we're, I mean, I'm 40. I'm going to be turn, I'm turning he, 40 this year. He's he coming. raised us. He yeah. he raised us from, he, he was 18 years old. Yeah. And I, I started watching right after he got there. So he wasn't playing regularly because obviously we got gigs and Beckham and, and, and Paul and, and so, but, but he's still got into the team and he still played and he how still did, get, did in the number seven Jersey at 18 years old. Yeah. And so when you get handed that Jersey, that's a heavy Jersey to wear. And the fact that he not just, not only just stepped into the Jersey, but he cemented himself as the best player on the planet. There was no question about it. By 2008, he was the best player on the planet. There was no, well, maybe, well, and I understand there's messy fans that will say, that he's better or that there's an argument. And I will let them argue that fact because I think Messi's a great player. But I think what Cristiano did was he said, I'm going to show you that I can do it at several different leagues. And I'm going to make sure that you know that I did it in England. I did it in Spain. I did it in Italy. 
And now I'm coming back like LeBron James to the club that birthed me and I'm going to do it again. And I, and I think that would cement for me anyway, the argument, if he's able to win a premier league title within the next two years, mm-hmm. I think argument over and done with now Messi can rival that and win a champions league. But I think for me but- as a fan, I think if he wins one, not two, but just one premier league trophy, if you see him CR seven, raising that trophy up within the next two years, no more questions, no more argument. He's won a UEFA. He's won a, a Euro. He's won at every division besides maybe what, what just not France is the only one he hadn't won in Germany. And also came back to win another one with United. For me, he's the GOAT. So, uh, but there's a difference, you see. You go back to the Premier League or you go from Spain and play in France. So, I mean, it's just there is no comparison. I mean, if, if you're right, there is. I, I mean, hands down, there will be no. I mean, Messi could li- win the Champions League with Neymar, Mbappe. Um, who else do they have? Uh, Draxler, Sergio Ramos, Dani Roma. Um, uh, God, who else? Do they um, the, Di Maria. Uh, they're they're Di loaded. Maria, they're they're both, mean, both both teams are loaded. No, so, we're not lo- the United's not as loaded as them. I'm just no 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 no. no, no. What, what I'm saying is, I think United have a good but, team. I. Chelsea's a good team. United's a good team. I just but think the league is different. The leagues are different. Had. The leagues are different. Yeah, no, they're different. I mean, it's a walk, they're, the, they're, it's they're a walk di- in the park in, in France for them. Where here, I mean, we're going to talk about. We'll, we'll do some at the end of the match. I mean, end of the pod, we're going to do some match recaps. But they're not playing Southampton, Wolves. You know, the, the Tottenham. They're not playing Chelsea. They're not playing uh, Liverpool, City. All these teams on a week in and week out basis. I mean, yes, this is what it kind of like in the past where where the Premier League teams have – it's kind of one of those that's saying they beat up on each other during the year. So when they play these European teams that really don't do shit, the two-horse ponies like uh, Real and Barcelona, uh, Bayern Munich and Bayern Munich and Bayern Munich C team, um, PSG. Uh, AC Milan, Inter Milan, and Juventus. That's it. These two horse pony, you know, leagues. Yeah, when they go play Europe, they're fresh. They have a fresh squad. Whereas us, we're playing dogs every every day. You know, so if he comes and wins in at, at United for United in the Premier League, that will cement him hands down. I don't want to hear nothing from no Messi people. Messi, you know, obviously he had the chance. To, he had the chance to go to, or maybe he didn't, uh, to City. He didn't do it. Uh, he, you know, and you know, and if CR seven uh, makes good, I mean, <laughs> hands down, CR 7s the best. But I want to. Can I? Can I? Can I tell? Uh, can I give a? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, can I make a confession? There you go. The confession, Padre. Yeah. All right. You said. You said. Um, you know, CR7's up top. And you said something along the lines of Bruno, you know, not taking free kicks, you know, stuff like that. Can I tell you that I, I dropped Bruno from my fantasy team? I picked up Paul Pogba on my fantasy team. I dropped, well, I dropped Luke Shaw because I had, I only could, you only could keep three United players. And I'm like, you know what? I have Mason already and I had Bruno. All right. So I had to make room. I mean, I had to do some transfer moves. You know what I mean? Listen, so I got. You gotta so do. I kept, I kept Greenwood. 
Because I was like, dude, this dude, I don't, he's on fire. I, I'm going to give him one week, and I'm going to let him go if he's not playing. And I was like, you know what? I had to bite the bullet, EC. I had to bite this the is, bullet. And I was this like, is no. exactly – this <laughs> is why I don't play fan, This is why I don't play fantasy football with you guys because I, this is because of this. Listen. I had to bite the bullet and bite Pop Pog. <laughs> They're 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 gonna listen. You're gonna wind up being because you know, Scott's gonna be out for a month. Yeah, he is. And if he plays him in the eight again, I'm t- it, it. It ain't gonna work. I know we're gonna break down the, the, the tactics of the game from from the last game, but I just don't think it's gonna work. And I think you know <laughs> you 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 gave Sancho a chance in the four two three. It didn't really work really well, in my opinion. The four two three one worked a lot better. Jaden came off we wind up scoring a goal, but I just feel like it would be a smart move for you to do that with Pogba if he's going to play him up top, because I feel like with, with, for me anyways, Cristiano Ronaldo is the only player in the world that's going to make those two center center backs squeeze in tight, which is just going to create more space out wide, which is going to give Jaden an opportunity to be Jaden, which is going to give Greenwood the license to go forward that makes that room makes that Pogba pass that Bruno pass. It's going to, it's going to click a whole lot better. So I just think it's a great move your part to eat the humble pie, but man, if he plays deep, I would drop him like a bad habit because it was a nightmare, a shit show. Right. The Fred the pivot was just a nightmare. The question I the question I proposed to you because you kept talking about this double pivot and you need, you need to explain this double pivot bullshit that everybody was talking about uh, because I just I don't see it. I don't understand it because I, I can break it down for you. I, I can break I, it down I understand. for you. I know I know because you keep bringing it up and and where I see like this weekend right. Well, my question is actually, let me bring the question and then I'll give some backstory. Um, what is the best formation? Period. Think about that. What is the best formation that can get, is going to get maximum offense and protect our defense? Got you. Think about that. Now get back to this double pivot thing. He plays, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Southampton, he plays Matic and Fred, right? Two, I mean, two people that offense, I mean, defense or Matic is slow. And, God, we already know what Fred is defensively. I mean, you wouldn't consider them offensive geniuses, right? Offensively, no. No. Okay. Today, um, sorry. <laughs> Sunday, he plays Pogba and Fred with Bruno, right? And the three up top were Greenwood. Hold on. It was Greenwood up top, James, and it was Sancho, right? Yep. So I, I'm just not getting to where. Okay, you say Pogba on on the left hand side of that three, uh, because you you're saying four two three one, right? That's what that's right. what he ran for a portion. Then he went to four yeah. three three. Then he went back to four two three one. So explain the explain the double pivot. I just want to because okay. if Pogba, I mean, just, I mean, because I told you in the text messages, if Pogba plays on the left, he's not a forward. He's not a forward. Nope. He's, I mean, he's not. He's a nope. midfielder, right? So yep. explain the positioning where Pogba needs to be, where we can maximize our attack, as in, 
you know, getting, say, getting Ronaldo, Greenwood, Jaden Sancho, Bruno on, on the pitch all together, where would Pogba need to play in that in that sense to where we can take advantage of it to where he played this weekend in the same situation? He would have to play in the midfield somewhere. Um, and this double pivot concept that you keep bringing up that really doesn't make sense. To me, okay. it, to me okay. it doesn't. To me it doesn't. I mean, people might so, understand it. So first, so so I will do the double pivot first, and then we'll talk about positioning for players as far as the best the best formation, in my opinion, for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Manchester United. So <clears throat> the double pivot, when that's Ole's favorite tech, uh, tactics. That's it's clear as day. That's what he loves to run. Four at the back, two midfield players. Those are not CDMs. Though that double pivot, <clears throat> the reason why it's called the double pivot. I thought Pablo was a midfield player. Hold on. He, he is, but just let me, let me, let me finish. Then I, then I will, I will explain to you exactly what, what I'm talking about. Those four, the four at the back. Yeah. So you have two center backs to left and right. Backs. The two midfield players running in that double pivot. One player is de- it's designed this way. One player, they're supposed to stay tight is supposed to get forward while the other one Cover. plays defense yeah. and they, and they rotate. So it's not his, they're not supposed to sit like a Conte or an Ndidi. They're supposed to constantly be moving up and back and up and back. And, uh, and you and you could see it as soon as Adama Traore went past them, both of them were in the other team's half. So they're not supposed to sit. That's why when people say we need this DM, we don't, Ole doesn't play with the DM. Ole plays a double pivot <laughs> yeah. where both constantly go up. You go so up, okay, it's I stay. It's in the midfield okay, position then. Say that again. It's incompetency at the midfield position. If if somebody doesn't know that they need to sit back and play defense, and right, it, it's it's not it's 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 not It's not it's not that. It's the well, it's the engine. A, if two people playing up forward, then no, yeah, hey, we, somebody's not playing behind. Well, well, that's the thing. If you look at Pogba's positioning and you look at Fred's positioning, they're supposed to be tight. They're supposed to be a a communication where they're tight. They were so far spread apart. There, it doesn't work that way. And what's tr- what Pogba was trying to do, in my humble opinion, was get onto the ball and loft those balls over the top. You saw it doing to Bruno two times in that game. He was offside, I think, once. Once. He the hair, and then the second time, it just didn't work. So well, Pogba was trying to play that eight position where he's dropping deep, getting the ball from the center back, and then it, it enables him, in my opinion, to spread those balls up top because he's doing it all from, from behind that line. So Hold for on, me, say it again. Say it again. So okay, when Pogba receives the ball in the double pivot, when he's playing in a double pivot with Fred yeah. or McTominay, or he typically is going to receive the ball closer to our goal, yes. which okay. in my opinion is is a waste for him. One because he turns too slow because he's looking for that dominant crazy pass, and two if he gives it away, which he does back there the other team is right onto a goal or a free kick because he's going to try to foul to stop them. So it does not work to have him deep. What you have when you're, when you're up top with him on the left one, if he loses the ball up top, it's okay. I got four people behind and, and another, an extra two players, six players to help me get the ball Two, he's in a creative attacking position right off the top. When he gets his head up, he's one of those dynamic passers. He's a dynamic dribbler. He can go past players. He can shoot. So he can do different things on the left as a floating eight 
which is what Pogba does. Pogba's not a right winger. He's not a left winger. Where did he play Juventus? At Juventus, he played in a attacking midfield position in the in the center of the field. But he had a Pirlo. He he was was in a forward, though, right? He was not a forward, but he played off the left. He played off the left. Pirlo's not a defensive defensive genius, though. He wasn't. He didn't have to be. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So you Pogba, don't have to... I thought Pogba, okay, so who covered for Pierlo and Pogba then? Well, th- that back four. If you remember with Juventus. <laughs> okay. So back four, remember, instead of a back one, like, you know, it's better, okay. Uh, like a uh, like a holding midfielder. They didn't They didn't need that. Again, if, if you have Pogba losing mm-hmm. the ball on the other side of the pitch, it's okay. Because if he gives it up, that player, whoever gets it, has to either pass it deep, or they have to run now past six more players in order to get mm-hmm. to the goal. If you play Pogba deep and he loses it, well, now the counter's on and it's one or two passes and they're going to score a goal mm-hmm. because we all know he turns slow, <laughs> he gets it up. It, it happens. It, ha- it happens to him all the time. Okay, so, well, and then again with uh, France, what does he play again? Where does he play? Same, same thing. He plays in that midfield as an attacking player through the center of the park. Okay. But again, well, like got, what we're trying to do with this double pivot thing, right? No. So this is what okay, this okay. is exactly. Okay. Well, so if we don't play the double re- pivot. Say, say Fred sits back and covers, and lets Pogba yes. roam up in the middle of the park with Bruno, Bruno right. a little forward. So it's a what I've been saying. We should play a four, one, two, three, one. Right. Right. That's no. what we should play. So again, do you trust, do you, do you trust Fred by himself? The answer is, and that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, well, I just obviously, I mean, I can't trust Pogba and Fred, but you, I, I need, that's I, need my point. I, I don't. What I'm saying is, I'm not going to lose offensive power. I know, I mean, I know, right. I know everybody. Pogba got the everybody's lips salivating uh, with his four assists in the first match and his one assist right. in the second. Right. Um, right. Uh, that's not going to be consistent, and um, I know. Well, that, I, 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 about... I, I know. I know it's be very. I'm contradictory because I picked him by my fantasy, but you know, I'm, I hope I'm wrong. But <laughs> I need Ronaldo. I need Greenwood. I need Sancho. I need Bruno on the pitch all at once, or if Rashford, well, or Rashford as well, or may hell maybe when Martial pulls his head out of his ass on the pitch. I don't need to sacrifice. Well, I don't need to sacrifice. A Ronaldo, I mean, sorry, a Greenwood, a Rashford, or a Martial for Pogba up top when Pogba can't do what they do going forward. He just, you know, if we're waiting for a pass, then fuck, man. I mean, he's just a one-trick pony then. But that's what I'm saying. Let's get back to that pivot. That's what I'm saying. Fred by himself is a disaster class. But if he's sitting next to someone who has an engine, who's strong, who can win headers, Scott McTominay. Okay, where do you then, where do you put Pogba? So, so here, this is what I would do. And again, Same on the bench. This is what we talked about last season. <laughs> just because you have this is the this is the thing about having a great team. Just because you have someone who I I think Pogba's best position is off the left does not mean not that when top. Rashford, not at the left oh, of oh, top. Oh, you oh. See. Okay, hold on, hold on. Just because that's his best position on the left, in my in my opinion, doesn't mean that when Rashford comes back or if Tony catches form or if Greenwood's in form, doesn't mean that you have to play him every week. What I'm saying is don't force him into a position deep where we know he sucks. If you have to play him, play him where he's at his best, just like Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo could play on the left. He could also play on the right. 
But, but no, his, no, no, no. There's two totally different things. Ronaldo's 37 years old. We know Ronaldo could play enough because he's done it before. But he's 37. Pogba's in his prime. So what you're saying is play him on the left, cut off half the field just so you can accommodate a slow. I mean, he's not as fast as Rashford. He doesn't go attack players like Rashford or Greenwood. And he doesn't hit. I mean, he's not He's not very, what do you call it? Um, he's not very uh, sniperish or an assassin with the ball. You know, hitting the ball. Yes, he. You know, yes, he can hit those long thirty-yarders that are. You know, I mean, they're once in a lifetime kind of shots. But what you're doing is putting him on the left, decreasing half the field, because you are you want him to pass these long ball passes. If the guy can't well, do think- it, if the guy can't do it in the middle of the park, and play some sort of defense, then he needs to sit on the bench. Well, I think I think your argument to me, the only reason why it doesn't make sense is because of what he's doing on the left. And I productive and you're making things happen to the tune of something that's never happened. If you think of all of the wingers that we've had, all of the left side players that we've had, he's the only player in the history of the club to do what he's done. He's leading the league in assists. So again, well, I'm not saying again, a blind nut, a blind squirrel can get a nut. Several times because we okay what okay what have we been clamoring for the past ten years since Ronaldo left right we have not had anybody running down the damn right wing right so we get Jane Sancho I'm not and we'll talk about him in here in a bit because why what happened everybody we and we put people that wanted to play in the center of the park on the right hand side and what do they do drift to the middle you play Pogba on the left that's what you're doing. Especially a lot slower player, and somebody does not have can, the ability to go at somebody. Yes, he has ball skills, but he doesn't go at somebody, you know, offensively. So you're cutting I, off. So I, what I, you're doing is I, you're, you're 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 getting you're now that we have Sancho, now that we can go wide, you know, that has ability to go wide. Now you're not doing this. You're cutting off this part part of the park and doing so to accommodate but putting I, I, putting Pop Pop on the pitch. I don't think you're looking at what he's doing though. It's he's not he's not sitting on the left. He's no, not, he's not. So, exactly. He's coming inside. Him and Bruno are doing, just doing this. This this let me in, finish. In, in, intervals. Let, let, you see, I know okay. Let me finish. Let me finish. I understand you don't like him, and I know you like what how he plays when he plays well. I'm not I'm not arguing <laughs> to have him be a left winger. Like I said earlier, he's a floating eight in a four-two-three-one. When you have two players defensively mm-hmm. that are going to man that backside, you you allow him to create. We don't need fast. We need creation. Because what are players going to do against the top clubs? They're going to sit back. They're going to play in a lower block. And they're going to defend. So when you have a creative player like Pogba, that's who you want up front trying to create and make passes and go past players. And, yes, he can go past players. The fact that you're saying that when he just went past four players by himself in the very last game and almost won us the game, I can't believe that you're saying that. So I understand what we you're saying. You don't game. want him. What? We did win the last game. No, I'm saying he almost made the winner. He we almost did. hit the winner after we he did. went past we four we players. Won the last game. What's that? We won the last game. We beat Wolves. No, no. I said, no, no. I said he almost hit the winner. I don't know if you remember that play. There was but four we- players. We're up already one nil. No, we weren't. When he hit, when he took that shot, we were not up. To Wolves. Yes, 
It was zero to zero. He took on four players, went oh, past I mean, all of them. I guess I forgot about the green one. The ball. It just barely, barely went wide. It was zero, zero. Right. My point is he's not going to be a left winger. That's Everyone knows that. What he is is a creative player up front, which is what we need. Now, your second question was, what's the best formation? In my opinion, if you want Bruno to be a great player, it's 4-2-3-1. Because if you saw, as you saw in this last game in a 4-3-3, he was lost. Look at the Portuguese team in a 4-3-3. The reason why he sat the bench so give me is your lineup with a 4-2-3-1. Lost. Say that again? Give me your lineup with a 4-2-3-1. So if, if, if it was me, if I'm the coach, yeah. I'm going to play Luke Shaw. I'm going to play Harry next to Varane. We already Aaron, in the back four. Aaron, okay, I'm going to run Fred and Scott in the in the double pivot. I'm going to run Pogba on the left, Bruno in the, the 10, CR7 up top, and Sancho on the right. That's That, to me, is a game-winning team. That, that gives you Greenwood off the bench. That gives you uh, Tony off the bench. That gives you Jesse Lingard off the bench and, and Donnie Van de Beek. Uh, to me, those are players who can come in and then I may not be game winners besides Greenwood, but they can come in and they can change the game. I think for me, if he does not run the 4-2-3 run, you will not see the same Bruno Fernandes that you've seen over the years. You will not. What you will see is a lost, confused, you know, can't take the PKs anymore, not taking the free kicks. They have to run that system if he is to be the focal point. Because remember, in that in that position, that 10, he can press, he can play a false nine, he can create, he can score goals. That's the best uh, for, for him. Now, now you have a dynamic player coming in, so you can run 4-3-3, which I think he did for Jaden. I think with Jaden Sancho coming in, he said, let me try this. This is what Sancho's used to playing. I'll see if I can fit it in and make it work. In my opinion, for United, it did not do that. So I, I think he's got a, a good problem on his hands. Um, obviously, Bruno is someone who is, you know, trying to become a club legend. But I think it's very evident to see for most fans that watch the game closely. <clears throat> Bruno, yes, he scored a hat trick in the first game, but he is not the same player who he was when he first came in. Still a great player, but I think Ole's trying to tinker with things. And when you get new players like Varane, who I think played like a freaking Roy's Royce, just absolutely amazing back there. Um, you have players like Sancho, who for me still hasn't gotten his feet underneath of him. I think he's still trying to catch up with the league and, and the pace and the physicality. I think he's getting there. But I think with Bruno Fernandez specifically, if you're talking about best formation for him, if Ole wants him to be the Bruno of the past two seasons, uh, more specifically the first season when he got there, he has to run a 4-2-3-1. And the problems only get better because, again, McTominay's not here. Rashford's not here. And Donnie doesn't even, he, he doesn't even play at all. So, you know, and, and I didn't even mention Greenwood. So I think he's got good problems to have, um, but I think he needs to go ahead and just, you know, get over it. You know, st- don't, like I said, and I'm, I'm on your side with don't play him. If, if you think there's a better left-sided player, then don't play him. Mm-hmm. Don't play him. If you think that you, if you, you want creation and creativity, I would give him a chance to play because for me, oh. his own form He's playing well. He's healthy. He couldn't he bring down to... Southampton, so that's fine. And I and I just think that for me, <laughs> that's the best position for him. Now, again, it's not about Pogba. It's about how can we make sure that we're getting the best out of the team. Yeah. And as you saw, night and day from Leeds to the next game to the next, why? 
And I, and I think it's, it's easy for, for, for Ole to figure that out. Now, what do you do? You, you don't trust Donnie. Matic, in my opinion, shouldn't be playing anymore. That's just my personal opinion. So uh, you've cup got games, uh, you know, league games, you know, <laughs> your favorite you, cup, you got, care about cup. Yeah, but you've got to find <clears throat> someone else to play in that role. In my in my opinion, if we're gonna do anything uh in the league, because we can't keep getting goals from nothing and, and skating by. I think that's I don't think it's sustainable. I think it is the sign of a champion. But I think if you if you if you do a lot of those, you know, you think you're just going to do that over and over every week. Um, I just I just don't see how that's how that's sustainable. Very happy with the win. Yeah. Um, I just I, you, you've got to have more attacking players uh, at, at, the, at the top of the pitch. All right. I'm going to blow your mind. I might know what I think you know, my formation. I already told you my formation is it's a four four two because you've already said you're keeping Fred in, <coughs> Fred McTominay in that. <clears throat> Excuse me. That double pivot role. They could try to play defense. Whatever. All right. So you're keeping one of the one of the two, either or. So the back four, obviously, is back four. Even Basaka, I mean, God, he looked shaky, but God, I mean, he saved us for one of those shots. And thank God his legs are, you know, as long as they are. I love those legs. Anyways, um, back four is the same. I would do. Four four two. If you want to do a four two three one or four two three two, uh, technically, you do the back four. You do your Fred or McTominay. Uh, obviously, you, I know they're not CDMs per se or Matic, but they lay, they lie a little deeper. You you know your two in the mid and the center of the park would be him and Pogba. Boom, right there. Your two on the outside would be Greenwood and Jane Sancho, right on your wings, heading forward, bombing forward. Your number ten position that's off, off, off Cristiano Ronaldo is your Bruno Sanchez, and then you know obviously Cristiano Ronaldo plays up top. That gives you the best, best creativity, the best offense, and then you can still bring in Rashford, Martial. Robin, oh, I was going to say Robin Falcao. Never mind. Sorry, God. Come on. Edison Cavani uh, to replace um, uh, what do you call it? We still have Ahmed Diallo. He didn't go on loan. We still have Ilanga. You know, can come up and play on the wings. That will give you the best opportunity to go forward. But we're gonna have to outscore. It'll be like the old days of Sir Alex, right? Winning four two or four one, five one, five two. Yes, we're going to give up a goal, but yet, you know, we're going to be on the front foot all the time. All Where would the time. you? So you you would have Fred holding by himself. It's better than fucking him and you know him holding with Pogba. Same thing. Might as well be the same thing. You because I mean, you because you had Pogba on the left. You had McTominay in front of the right. I mean, they're not they're not defensive minded personnel. We don't have that in our locker right now, other than Matic, yes, and Matic has a lot of miles on his night. I mean, he's probably the best CDM that we have, and we'll play him probably in Champions League nights, and I, I, I mean, I agree with that. We'll play him, you know, when when we need to play him in that CDM position, but to get that, to get that, to get Pogba in that quarterback position in the midfield, up above the, the byline, to where he's not, a you know, not a hazard, we have our wings with Jane Sancho, which he naturally is, and then you get uh, Rashford when he comes back, and Greenwood. Obviously, I mean Greenwood's young. I mean he can play in the wing. 
or or you know or Martial, you have that ability to do that to play out wide, and then you have Donny could replace Donny could replace uh, Greenwood. I'm sorry, uh, Fernandez. Lingard could play through Fernandez. Matic could replace Fernandez. You have that position right there where you have Ronaldo and, and, and Fernandez up top. Like a Dwight York and, and Andy Cole kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where we need... I hate this. I, I don't know where we got to where in this society, I mean, in this soccer society that we need to play a 4-3-3 when we don't have the pieces that fit. I hate the 4-3-3. It's a bullshit. Well, we tried formation. it. It's we we tried it. It didn't formation. work. A four-two-three-one's the same fucking thing. It's not. It's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> that double pivot doesn't work because you have two sitting people, sitting two it, holding they're people. They're not. It just, they're it, not sitting. No. They're not sitting. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, they're they're going back and forth, which we don't have. The we have incompetent fucking midfielders that can't do the damn things straight. I, I honestly we do have incompetent like, midfielders. They can't say you're up top. I'm up top. Who the fuck's behind us? Incompetent. Again, I think for me, for, for me, that the a team that came in second place, and I think one of the best leagues in the world, who ran a four two three one last season, ran a double pivot all year. It does work. This is the problem that we have. The kid that runs it, in my opinion, the match that runs it. He's he's hurt. He's just hurt. So you can't afford McTominay. McTominay and Fred are your are your are your saving grace. Is that what you're saying? Uh, they, they, yes, they were last season as well. Dude, last season, how many points did we give up? How many points did we give up against lower level teams that we couldn't how many points were we behind City last season? I think we were 10, 10 off. No more than that. No, you're right. We're ten off, but I, I honestly won it feel the, like how many points did we drop? Teams that we couldn't break down because we had Matt, we Matt did, we, McTominay and Fred in the damn pitch. I feel like with the two, the two holding, the two holding players that you're wanting, <laughs> going to it's going to destroy what Ole again. This is Ole's best, in my opinion, formation. It's proven. First year, third place. Last year, second place. He's trying to now challenge with, I think, the best team that he's had since he's been here. So you don't, in my opinion, force players. And I think he forced players last week. And I think it was because of injury. And I think that's why so many people were clamoring for, or why can't you let Donnie try to be Scotty to see if it would work? It wouldn't. Just to he's too small. Well, I think that's why people, and, and I agree with people that say this because you can see through pictures, that's why he bulked up. That's why he got so much fitter, and that's why there's more muscle mass on his body because he was getting beat up last season. Let's just be real about it. So he t- took the offseason. He's Look at beefed Fred, up. Dude. Fred he almost in- cost us a fucking penalty this past match. I, I didn't say that he didn't. And, again, there was a lot of times last year where Fred made like, me come joke. On, man. I, I get you. I understand what you're saying. I get the frustration. But what I'm saying to you is that that system got us all the way to second place and back in Champions League. That same system, same two players. There's no if ands, or buts about it. That's what happened. Now, what Olays went out and did is he said, okay, I'm going to get a better center back pairing, better than last season, and I'm going to try to go out and get a young, 
right wing player who's played in that position is up and coming in Jaden Sancho. We needed a striker. Yeah. We got extremely lucky, in my opinion, and we have Ronaldo. So it's a great window, in my opinion. The only thing that sucks for United fans, and for me, in my opinion, my very humble opinion, is that Scotty just had surgery and he's going to be gone for about a month. And so he has to fill that hole. And when you start to do that, when you say you have to, and you plug, instead of putting the position, put player in their proper position, you're going to have leaks. And that's what happened last week. So I hope and pray that he gives Donnie a, a chance just to see uh, Newcastle is a team that, and now I pay you can experiment with all kinds of disrespect <laughs> to Steve Bruce, even though he was a United uh, player. I hope we smashed the crap out of him. Um, I think he's got to at least try. And again, it's it's going to be very interesting, in my opinion, to see if he does go back, back to 4-2-3-1, will Bruno be able to exist <laughs> in the, 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 the ultimate light that is coming upon him, the real Portuguese god who will be gracing the, the field with him. Uh, this is the same guy who's in the Portuguese international team mm-hmm. where he had to take a seat. I don't think a lot of people remember. This, just in the Euros, he didn't even start. So – he has a lot of soul searching to do. He has to figure out where he's going to fit. And if Ole's trying to run this 4-3-3, which I hope he doesn't, oh, it's it's going to, for me, it's going to move Bruno to the bench. And I know that's a big shout, but I'm telling you, it, he, it did, he looked lost. He looked absolutely lost, did not know where to go, did not know where to be, didn't know where players were going to be. He looked lost. So I hope that, I hope he figures it out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Ole, you know, sticks to his guns. But I think he's trying to figure out where do I put Sancho, you know, Greenwood's in form. I got to play him too. Like, I think he's thinking too much. Um, when he went right back to 4-2-3-1, we scored a goal. Was it from nothing? Yes, but we scored a goal. And uh, I just hope, hope, hope that that's what he does. Uh, I don't even know when we play. Was it Sunday, two weeks from now? Something something stupid like that? I'm not- uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny it's problem to have. It's frustrating. Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't okay, – now getting back to my next question, how do we rate the transfer window? Because obviously we didn't get – like we got we filled the key position, yes. We filled a center back. I think everybody hands down could say we needed a center back. And I think most of United fans, uh, other than, everybody other than freaking the board, Ole, and the Glazers, Knew we needed a central defense in midfield. I mean, I don't. Are you agreeing to that or not? So, if if I had to score United's transfer window, I'd give it an A plus, and I'd give it an A plus plus if I was a teacher. And I and I, the reason I say that is because number one, everybody get, gets trophies in EC's class. Well, you didn't get a center back. You got one of the best center backs in the world. There's no question about it. I, I think have, I have issues with that actually. I. I, I think he's top five. I don't yeah. think there's a question about it. Not only did you go out and get a right winger, you got probably the, the right winger with the biggest ceiling in Europe. No question about it. Top five yeah. biggest ceiling in, in, in the world, literally. Then you went and got the best player in the world. Yes. And get You didn't go out and get uh, some hard on. Shut minute up. in, in, in a gallo or, uh, you know, no disrespect to Edison who's going to the Hall of Fame if they have one. You got the best player in the world. So they smashed it. They, they, this transfer window, if you look at, this is their very first run in it with Tom Eaton and the crew. They absolutely smashed it. Now, was Ronaldo going to go to City? Possibly. Who yeah. cares? 
he's ours and he's here. So I hear a lot of fans online and the gas. I get it. I I get it. But you got the best player in the world. You got, in my opinion, one of the best center backs in the world and an up and coming right winger who, if he figures it out and understands how to play in this league, I think he's going to smash it. He's only 21 years old. I just think the sky's the limit for this team. I love the direction that we're going in. And I hope fans, uh, you know, can get behind the players that we have and support them and get on to oh, them. If they, is that a they shot at me? Is that a shot at me? If they don't, he... No, 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 no. I said fans. I didn't say you. I would have said you. I ain't afraid to call you out. <laughs> I want fans to get behind the team we have. And if they don't play right, or if they don't play hard, or if Ole picks the wrong squad, it's our job as fans to get on to him. But I think with the squad he has, bro, <laughs> I think he's got a legitimate shot to challenge this season. And I think he's got a legitimate shot, shot to break his duck of not having any trophies and bring one home because that's all he le- – he doesn't have one yet. And there's no excuse. Ronaldo, come on. Ronaldo's back. We should at least be lifting an FA Cup at a minimum if we get to a point where we get kicked out of Champions League and it's, you know, we're in the top four, top six. That He should be able to challenge for one of these cups this season. And I, I don't think there's any question. Ronaldo's not going to come to a club where he doesn't think he can win things, period. And I'm not saying, you know, treble and, and quad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think this guy is a winner. Mm-hmm. I think this guy is someone who's not going to come to a club full of losers, full of, you know, trashy coach, you know, fans are trashy. I don't think he's going to want to come and be around that. I think he wants to come to a club that he knows he loves and it's going to support him and, and, and make sure that we do what we're supposed to do, which is at United, we win things. And I think he knows that. And I think he wants to help bring that back. So listen, <coughs> I'm, I would love to get, you know, N'Golo to, to come to the club. But I still think the transfer window was absolutely smashed by United. No question. You clearly don't. What were you giving a C? Give my boy Christian Ronaldo a C. Your argument is very compelling, EC. I love you. I mean, you're so half glass full kind of guy. I needed you in my life more often. I really do. I need you to, you know, you need it. What you need to do is, you know, you need to put some like audio books out there, you know, like something like, you know, you can like uh, an app out there that, you know, somebody can wake up to and it says, you know, gives you that motivation. Positive affirmation. Yeah, exactly. You know, you need to do that. Like, you're a great person. You're going to have a great day or bullshit like that, right? Me, on the other hand, you know, I look at I look at things a little different. When I woke up, okay. When I read the, the news about Ronaldo, yes, A plus, A plus, A plus. Yes, this United, this Murtaugh and you know, God, you know Ed Woodward on his way out, you know, did the right thing because you know I had my premonition, my dream, and yes, 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 prodigal son is coming home. Then I saw him play Saturday, Sunday, I'm sorry, Sunday morning. And I'm like, we have Greenwood. I mean, yeah, James don't do, you know, can't score, but, you know, he's an offensive player. Sancho, Sancho didn't do shit that game. Bruno, Pogba. And then we got ran out of the park 
for pretty much three-fourths of the match by Wolves. And I'm like, what would Ronaldo do for us in this position? Because we're playing two of our transfers already. We're playing Varane, which you say, you know, everybody, I, I, I saw a little different. I didn't think he was. I I I saw a welcome to the Premier League kind of moment with Varane, that he he thought he said, "Oh shit, this league's fucking for real," you know what I mean? Same thing with Jane Sancho. I thought you know he had a welcome to the league kind of moment as well, because uh, he didn't really do much. What would I, then? I started in retrospect thinking, if Ronaldo was in this team, because we our, our our midfield couldn't control. The midfield. How the hell are we going to get Ronaldo's service, even if we have Cristiano Ronaldo? So that's what I'm like. And then Monday come around, nothing. We I think we sell Jan, Dan James Monday, right? Monday. Tuesday comes around, and what happens? No business. Nothing. We didn't get our CDM. We didn't get somebody that can control the midfield. Sound against goes on loan to Chelsea. Ruben Neves stays at fucking Wolves. Uh, Camavinga, out of nowhere on fucking Monday, uh, Real Madrid goes and gets Camavinga. For cheap, too. I want to what, 40 million? So I started thinking, you see, did we really do business? Or did we really do Glazers business to keep the fans off the Glazers? Is this team really adequate to push for titles. I hope so. God, I mean, I Prodigal Son is returned. And I'm not I'm not shitting on that. I really don't know no. I I mean, I love Ronaldo. Like God. If he went to City, I told you, I would have you know, it would have been it would have been devastating for me. But uh it's just one of those things. I look at our midfield. You're right. Playing Pogba, playing Fred there. How how are the uh, the the you know the the Fords gonna get you know any service if we have inadequate or incompetent midfielders, which we do have? How are we gonna do that? And that's what I'm saying. Did we? I'll give it an A. Am I getting an A plus? No. You know what? Fuck it. I'll drop it down to a B plus. A B. It's a B. Because we didn't get what we really needed. Somebody could control the middle of the park in the back. And let let somebody like the Rolls Royce that Pogba is, that everybody says he is, do his job. Let somebody like Bruno do his job up front. Um, let some, I mean, and then get service to the Fords up front. And that and that that's all that, that that's why I kind of like I'm, I'm a Debbie Downer on the, on the on this transfer market. So you see, am I wrong to think this? I mean, it, it, I know I know you said a plus 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 because we got. The prodigal son, but am I wrong to think that you know we, you know, is it a that we didn't fulfill what we needed to fulfill? No, I I don't think that the club, in my opinion, got everything that they wanted to get. But I don't think it's fair to say that it was a you know horrible transfer when you again when you bring in not one of you bring in the best player in the world two. You bring in, in my opinion, Sancho's a better right winger than, than Greenwood. So you upgraded there. 
Veron's a better center back than Lindelof. Even if we don't think you don't think he played very well, I think he's a better center back than Lindelof. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not saying well, so, so. So you upgrade in three positions, and what we've been clamoring for as fans is when are we going to go get transfers who start? Yeah. Right? When, do, when are we going to take people off the pitch and and bring in players who we did that? So and we've been doing that. Bruno did that. Aaron Wambasaka did that. Veron's done that. Cristiano Ronaldo is going to do that. Sancho's done that. So we're bringing in players who are actually taking players off the pitch who were already playing and might have been decent. Now you get to come off the bench and spell those people. So that to me means you're moving in the right direction. And if you look at, if you listen to all his interviews, if you listen to people who are talking to him, he's not done. And I think to air, that's something he's going to try to address. Now, obviously he's probably, in my opinion, telling Donnie, listen, you that that's where we're going to try you again i don't think they're going to try him on the left or right because i think those positions are locked down he's clearly not playing the 10 because bruno's done what he's done so so i just i honestly think that if you look at the players look at the form that they're in hope that everybody everything goes well during this uh this spell where we're off and they're playing international ball and they're qualifiers so they actually have to try and play which sucks hopefully everybody comes back fit and I think we're going to make a good run at it. The other thing that's positive about this position in time where we're at right now is that this is a time where Scott can rest and there's no games that we're missing. And it's two more weeks for him to get back and get fit. Now, obviously he won't play in the Newcastle game, but it's good that we've got this little bit of a break so he can get himself situated. So I understand your frustrations. Trust me, I'm on board with you. I, I would love to have someone who could play in that double pivot because that's what he wants to play someone that can pass the ball, someone that can move the ball forward, someone that can come back and make tackles. That's what he wants. And I think that's what Scotty gives you alongside Fred. And I think right now, if he can plug in that gap, I really think we have the attacking players to be able to get Cristiano Ronaldo the ball where he needs it. He can then play it off players. He's also a great assist uh, person as well. And I think you're going to see a very, very good United side. So I'm very, very optimistic. It's not just my personality. I'm just looking at what we brought in. They're going to make an impact. Cristiano Ronaldo's not coming off the bench. Sancho's oh, not going to come off the bench ever again. Moran's not going to get a game off because Lindelof is it's, – it's just not going to happen. All of these kids, except for Naldo, all of them are going to play week in, week out, and they're going to get a break whenever we have a Carabao or we have the beginning stages of the FA Cup. That's it. Other than that, we go from Newcastle to Young Boys. So we're playing Newcastle, then we go to Switzerland, and we're playing Champions League football. So it's, it's a, in my opinion, a great look. I wish this wasn't a stupid international break. Uh, I wish we had, you know, 10 days to, to just let Cristiano, you know, quarantine or do whatever they, they're, he's supposed to do, and then we get back right to it. That's the only part about this, this window that sucks. Obviously, 2022 is the World Cup, so these qualifiers have to happen. But um, I just wish we could get everybody going uh, back fit because I honestly feel like this window's proven that they're back in the manager, they're supporting the project, and I feel like we're moving in the right direction at this moment in time. No, the direction, yes, has been set. I think we, I've, we, I've said this ever since sir, we started signing all these youth prodigies, and we still haven't seen that as well. Uh, they're going on loan and everything. I think, yes, all of Olive's is, is doing his business. I just need, again, I want, I wish I can get his mind so I could see what is he thinking when it comes to the lineup and matchups. 
and how are we going to get offensive? But you you brought up you brought up Donnie, you see, and Donnie's been in the news, or actually his agent has been in the news lately. Um, and we'll, just, we'll we'll wrap up, you know, two more two more sub or two more players after Donnie. Uh, we'll wrap up all this transfers market stuff. But his agent's been in the news saying that United blocked a loan move. Uh, how did, uh, he ain't getting game time uh, with us. Now United's blocking Donnie from going to other clubs. Uh, it's just, I don't understand. You know what I mean? If we're not going to use him, why? I mean, what are we, What? what's the end game for Donnie? Well, I, I, I always are. I've had this argument with a couple people. I, he's gotten a chance to play, and I want people to tell me or, or remind me of the game where you said, oh, man, like, let's play him there. Oh, man, he just did that. He's not go- – okay, this is the thing people need to remember about Donny Van De Beek. Yeah. He's a great player who's played – Who's not? he's a good player who's played Champions League football and he's done some great things. When you come into a new team and there's a new system and a new league, that's not Ajax where you possess the ball 99% of the time and the team gets it once. It's not that easy. You you're going to have to adapt. I don't think he's done that yet. I think they've given him an opportunity. I think it's, it's come sparingly. And I think that's where fans get so upset because of, well, it's four minutes here, five minutes there. The games that he did start, even though they were few and far in between, there wasn't, Yep. You know what? That guy needs to take X player's position. So I understand the frustration with fans because it's, it's, it's almost like the American in me when I see the backup quarterback and the starters out there and he's playing like trash and we're all screaming for the back. Let's put the backup in, put the backup in. He's a backup for a reason. They see him in practice every week and he still don't get out on the field. So I, I want people to pump the brakes a little bit, have the same energy for his agent as you do for Mini Riola. That's where the anger and, and attention needs to go. Because remember, we're going for me, we're we're going for Holland next yeah. season. Remember this. And I don't know if anyone knows who his agent is, but it's one Mini Riola. So I want people to have the same energy for his agent as they do for Mini Riola, who runs his mouth too goddamn much. This guy needs to shut the hell up and let Donnie focus on on football. Even Louis Van Hall has come out and said he needs to play football and has dropped him from the team. So he's not even on international break. Donnie needs to focus on football. He needs to be playing matches. That means he needs to be dominating in practice. And then when you get your shot, like any other sport, you need to go kill it. Yep. He has not done that. And I think it for, for me anyways, if this season goes the same way last season goes, I hope to high heavens that they sell him immediately because it's been a crap show since he's been here. I feel bad for the young man, but again, he goes the pattern of the agent again. Same thing with Pogba because Riola. Yeah. You, you didn't you didn't mention that uh, Riola. I wasn't gonna yeah. say it. I wasn't gonna say anything. I want people to put two and two together uh-huh. that Riola's agent is Pogba. He's also uh, Holland, and I could name off 10 other great players that Mina runs, but Mina Mina runs his mouth, and I want people to get onto these agents. They keep getting onto the players like the like like now no one's no one's come out and said, why didn't Donnie Vanderbeek come out and slam his agent? I didn't. No one's, hey, I would, and if he didn't, if he didn't mean I, it, I mean, you know me. 
But what I'm saying just is like, just like Harry Kane's agent. But what I'm saying is it comes from high the Sky Sports, the BTs. No one's saying anything about this agent being a distraction and, and, and about Louis Van Hall speaking up on it too. No one's saying anything, but when it's Mina Riola, everyone's blaming the player that's attached to him when, when he says something. No. I don't like it. So hey, I heard about this eight Harry, thing. Harry Kane's agent didn't say shit. No. It's Harry Kane's actions that did it. That's what I busted so Harry Kane for that G. I just want, I want <laughs> Donnie to focus on football. <clears throat> I hope I, if he plays well, that means we're going to play well. So when he gets his chance in these cup games or Lord willing, he gets a chance in the league game. I'm hoping against Newcastle, he can show that he can do something that's going to make me go, you know what? That does make sense. He does need to go ahead and play there because, again, this is a young kid. I don't even think he's 23 years old. $40 million transfer, the, one of the biggest clubs in the world. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on a kid who, again, was at IX playing Champions League football against dogs and Doing work, like playing really, really well. And he sits. Yeah. Right. So he's obviously got talent. Does he fit the system? Because again, a lot of people think that these players, because they're Galacticos or because they're great young players, they can just fit into any team. It doesn't always work that way. I.e., Philip Catino, i.e. Sanchez. It doesn't always work just because you buy a player who's great at a club. When he comes to a different club, different system, different area, different environment, it doesn't always work. So I think people have to put that into their minds that it just may not work for Donnie at Manchester United. He might go to Real Madrid. He might go to Barcelona. He might go to Juventus or PSG and play lights out, i.e. Di Maria, who's gone to a French club and played lights out, got to Champions League finals and played great. What do you do at United? Shit. So sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. When he was at Real Madrid, played great got to united played shit so i just think that people have to stop you know i i understand it you feel bad for the kid because he's great but it may not be a fit for him it just yeah. it just may not match which is sometimes unfortunate all right uh martial lone move to leon didn't happen he called it off apparently right or is it a lone move or a permanent move it's a lone move right Everything I'm hearing is that it's a long move. Yeah. I'm hearing he didn't want to leave. Um, obviously, he's out uh, as far as being a starter. I think that's over for him uh, until he can prove that he can come back into the team. He ain't going to be the nine this season. So no. I know I know my man on the other side of the mic is happy about that. He's probably, at this point, if you think about it, he's probably fourth striker on the team. Think about it. Cristiano <laughs> Number nine, you mean? Cavani's two. Nine. Greenwood's three. Tony's the fourth striker on that team. Think about that. He needs to learn to play on the left. Like twenty-three goal. Two years ago, he scored twenty-three goals. One year later, he scores two. Now he's the fourth striker on the team. That's a fact. So he has to now look at himself in the mirror and say, "I have no shot at being the nine. None. The only position I can play is off the left." Well, That's I, hold on. I, I did not hear you correctly, Z. I, 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 I've. I have wax in my ears or something. What what did you say that where he needs to play? No, I didn't say needs. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He's the fourth striker okay. Okay. on this team. Am uh, I wrong or right? I no, we think he's he's not better. He's better. Greenwood is better for me. There's no question. Edison Gavani's better than Greenwood. Yes. Chris Ronaldo's better than all of them. Yes. The fourth striker 
on the team. Fourth, not first, second, third, <laughs> fourth, fourth best fourth? striker. Okay. Well, the only position we started off as a third best this, this year, but okay. Okay, well, you're giving him some credit. I, I think he's the fourth. He started off the way we got Ronaldo, so now he's the fourth. I'm saying. Okay, I'm just talking about present day. All right, present day, okay. The only position uh-huh. that he can play Say it for is me. on the left. Say it. And, and think about this. Speak loud. Think, hey, think the the crowd in the back of the chapel needs to hear you. What'd you say? Think, think, think about this, too, Jesus. Think about this. Say it. Not only, only – hold on, let, let me finish. Not only, not only is he, in my opinion, behind Mason on the left uh-huh. and behind Pogba on the left, what about when Rashford comes back? If he doesn't hit form and Rashford comes back, where does that put him? Why do you think why do you think James is gone for $30 million? Because they are looking at it and they're saying, listen, chance to play the nine this season, unless it's a cup game. You're gonna come <laughs> off the left behind Mason and Pogba. So that that leaves you third. When Rashford comes back, that's his position. So you're not obviously playing in the 10. So the cards are stacked against him. And in my opinion, this season is make or break. I, earlier in the season, I thought, okay, he'll challenge Edison. They'll go back and forth. You're not challenging Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't, I don't, I'm not having that argument. So what you are doing is you're going to have to play off the left and you're going to have to show that you want to come off the bench one and two, that you can facilitate not just goals, but assists off the left. So I think this is make or break. I think he will leave after this season if he doesn't get a good run of games and doesn't show great form. He's 25 at this point. I don't know how many more years are on his contract. I know he's on a huge uh, weekly wage, and I think they're going to look to move him after this season's over, depending on how he plays. No question. I like you, EC. I like the fact that you agree with me. His best position is – Oh, nope, didn't, didn't really agree with didn't me. say that. Didn't say that. <laughs> Did not say that. Didn't listen to anything I just said. But you can you can there if you want. But I didn't say that. What I his, my argument is is that his has, where he's gonna play he is where he needs to play. It's off the left hand side because that's where I mean most no. of his goals. Most of his goals in his twenty eight goal season, EC came off no. the left hand side. I'm just, I'm just not a fact. Yes, it it's is. not a fact. Anyways, uh, you you brought up uh, Mister Mister. Um, James, uh, that he got jettisoned, or not really, no. He, no, Biel, Bielsa, no. Bielsa really wanted him, so. He's wanted uh, him forever. Yeah, so Mr. James left. So, uh, we, I mean, we'll talk about, I mean, we're not we're too much into that. I mean, he left. I mean, you know, Dan James was very serviceable for two years. Let's get into the little controversy, the little conspiracy theories that we've been hearing of why Dan James got, got jettisoned. Jen, Dan James wears what? The number 21, 21 jersey, right? Edison Cavani wears the number 21. He wears 21 as well, or he has. For Uruguay. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, for Uruguay. So do you think, do you want to you want to uh, entertain these conspiracy theories that to give Ronaldo the number 7 jersey, to make way for the 21 to be available for Edison Cavani, to give Ronaldo the number seven jersey, we had to jettison uh, Dan James to Leeds. <laughs> Excuse me. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> I think it is very lucky that he was twenty one, 
I just think, you know, just like I just mentioned, you know, when you look at the likes of uh, Tony Martial being fourth, when what the moment Ronaldo signs, um, that moves James to, you know, third or even fourth off of the right hand side or left, Diallo, left where he might play. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's a horrible player. I just think it's convenient that he wore the number 21. Rumors are that they are trying to get with the league because Cavani's already played with the seven shirt this yeah. season. And once you register the shirt, you can't you can't switch it. So they're trying to change that now. And if anyone believes that Ronaldo move was not just for the player and, and, and wasn't a business decision by, by Manchester United, you're lying to yourself because this guy is going to garner so many different contracts from so many different countries if they can get him in the seven jersey, like I said earlier in the pod, he will buy his he will pay off his salary this season. No question about it. No, no doubt. He is a way bigger force. Just alone on his Instagram, he's got over 200 million followers. That's just on one platform. So this guy is is transcendent. And I think it was just kind of a lucky deal um, that Bielsa has always wanted James. Um, you know, he was supposed to be there. In fact, the deal also garnered uh, Swansea got 1.5 million in the bank today, uh, right off the bat, because that's where the, the trade deadline back two years ago when Bielsa wanted him. That's where James was. That's where he was going. He signed the contract, took the pictures with the jersey, the whole nine, and Swansea said no. So Bielsa's wanted him for a long time with this project. He actually thinks they would have been in the Premier League a year earlier had they had Dan James. They didn't get him. They finally got up. Now they have their man. So I just think it was just luck uh, of the draw. I hope in United's case, um, just from a financial standpoint, that Ronaldo gets to seven. Because if you look at pictures and videos of Old Trafford today, there are people down there trying to see if the jersey is on sale to see what number it is. So, you know, if this goes through and he gets to wear the seven, um, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And for me, it's going to kind of take away some some of the lore if he does wear a different jersey, like a 37 or whatever old or old he is, um, because he needs to have the seven on to match the shoes, to match the whole story. It just – it it didn't, look, so, it didn't look right when he was Real Madrid. He wore the number nine when he was CR7, you know, yeah. when, when Raul, yeah. so, Raul had it, you know. It is so right. they have to figure it out. Raul is a club legend, and I get that. That's why you, would, you wouldn't make that move. But he's the club legend here. Yeah. Like, you can't, can't touch Raul. Like, for me, I got it. I didn't look right, but yeah, it didn't I mean, look right you know. seeing him in white. So it was kind of whatever for me yeah, because Raul, he wasn't Raul at United. Next year. Right. I was kind of I was kind of like whatever because he, he's wearing white now. So uh, in red in in Manchester, he needs to have on the number seven jersey. So I think it was just kind of poetic justice that Dan James had the jersey. Um, I, I from what I'm understanding, Cavani is more than happy to give him what he wants. Um, this is not a Sancho situation. Um, this is a club legend who's coming home. So, no, I don't buy into the conspiracies. I just think it was a good deal for for Leeds. I think they get the man they want. I think it's a good deal for United, who paid 15 million for him and got 25 to reports 25 to 30 million back for him. Yeah, I think it was a double good our investment. I think we paid 15. It's, it's not a bad investment for two years worth of progress, right? Um, I, and I think Dan James fits there. What Bielsa wants to do, uh, he's pacey, he's fast, he, energy, rabbit. He's a jackrabbit. You know, and and that's what uh, that's what Dan James does. So, 
yeah, I mean, good luck to the kid. I I really wanted to him to succeed. You know, at United, I like the fact that you know, maybe a you know, obviously it's this is kind of putting it out there, but a Ryan Giggs kind of you know winger, you know, just pacey. I'm gonna forgive you later for saying that out loud. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I Don't said, I said, I was wishing. You see, okay, wishing. Listen, just like okay. you said, just like you said. Martial uh, it belongs on the left hand side. I know you said I, that. I don't, I don't. Dan James and Gig should never go in the same sentence. Let's just keep. <laughs> They're just Welsh. That's, that's, that's the only thing I said. He's a, he's a, They're both. Welsh. He's a serviceable backup. Yeah. I don't think United was in his <laughs> house, and I think if Swansea would have did the right thing from the jump, he would have never came. Yeah. He was on anybody's radar. And then all of a sudden he shows up. And I think the problem was that he was a purple patch. The two goals, his dad passes away. He scores. He's screaming at Stratford in. So it's a whole different situation. But I think for me um, to see him kind of where he is now, that's exactly where he needs to be. Yeah. Last but not least, final piece of business, easy. Lingard, why didn't he not go? I think Jesse ultimately thinks in his mind that he's still – you know, has the potential to get into the, to the squad. Mm -hmm. I kind of see him as a third, maybe a second uh, right or left winger. I don't think he's going to play very well in the four, two, three, one in that 10 role. Um, I think he's had that, that shot, but I think with somebody like Jesse, who's basically stuck to his guns because West West Ham did come in and I know his agent and they all spoke about him maybe making a move there. I think he, might show us a whole lot and kind of has that I'm going to prove the world that I do belong at this club. So I don't feel bad for him. You know, I think he would have played at West Ham and I honestly think he would have played well. He would have played Europa League football this season. I think he would have had a lot of fun. Uh, you want to stay at this club and, you know, break into it. It's going to be even harder than it was last year. when You didn't have Sancho and you didn't have Cristiano Ronaldo. So um, I had this conversation with somebody the other day, you know, if you're a high school kid and you get an opportunity to go to Texas A&M, but here's, you know, Missouri State calling you as well, and you know you're not going to play at A&M, you're going to hold a clipboard for four years, do you go to Missouri State and play and potentially, you know, win a championship and be All-American, or do you go to A&M and hold the clipboard? And I think most people say they're going to go to Missouri State and play. Most people want to play, but there are those people who are like, look, I want to be with a bigger club. I want to be, you know, on TV. I want to, you know, the girls are going to like me here. The, the food's better, you know, the, the, the stipends. And so I think that might be where Jesse's like, okay, that Missouri state for him's West Ham. And that A&M is, is Manchester United. Hey, He's going to pick that. Man, they're fucking up there in the top four. I, I, but in comparison to yeah, United, it's not even close. Yes, not even close. So that's why I'm saying I think a lot of people look at it and go, why don't you just play? And he's thinking to himself, well, I have before, so I can I can do it again. So I just I just I don't feel bad for him. This is a decision he made. He's on huge wages. Um he's doing a, he's being a great single dad. Uh you, you know, he's back healthy again. His family's a little bit better than it was the, the year before. He made a conscious decision. So if he doesn't play uh, as he thinks he will in these regular season games, I don't feel bad for him. But I just think he's betting on himself. And I hope he wins because, again, it's kind of like Donnie. If he does well, the club does well. If he's out there and plays like shit, it's going to look bad on us. So fair play to the kid. Good luck to him. I wish him well. If I was him, 
I would have went to West Ham. That's the thing. It's like, why didn't... Getting back to the CDM position, obviously West Ham's not going to sell Declan Rice at, once they start the season. Why can't we do some sort of business to make use Jesse as a make weight in the deal with Declan? You know, it's, well, I think that. Well, I think they wanted a hundred mil up. up they, like that, that's what they want. Like the price was at eighty, and I think it went to a hundred. And I don't think there was going to be a swap deal where you would have maybe gotten forty five plus Jesse, because I think the way that, and this is just my opinion, getting it off Strefford Paddock and some others, they wanted Jesse and Declan to play together kind of like they had last season, but not a situation where now Declan comes out and you just bring Jesse in. So I understood where they were coming from. Yeah. You know, if, 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 if someone's willing to pay the English tax, if someone's willing to, to pay for someone who, you know, has a pretty high ceiling, um, then we're going to do that. Otherwise we're going to stick to the contract and you're going to give us, you know, anywhere from 80 to, to, to 100 million for this kid, then that's what they're going to do. Um, I honestly see him going to Chelsea next season. I hope that he doesn't because I've already strengthened their team even more, but I think that's where he's going to wind up going. I don't, I don't think United is going to do that. I think they're going to go in very, very hard for, for, for Erlen Holland. And I think they're going to go very hard for, you know, another uh, midfield player uh, in the next window. January window. So you think, I mean, you said Erden Holland, January window. Next year, he goes down to, what, $65 million. So you really do – do you honestly think that the Borussia Dortmund will sell in a January transfer market for more money their price possession? No, I don't I don't think you'll see Erlen Holland leave until next summer, and oh, I think okay. it'll be upwards of $100 million. I think the, I think the number will be $150. Well, I know the, the reason – least- 65 I thought. But he's caused a seventy-five, but I I don't think he's I don't think he will go anywhere. I think it'll be a hundred and fifty. I think that's what's going to wind up happening contractually. They're going to make sure that they get a hundred and fifty million for him. I think he will go to a English club. It's going to be a toss-up. Well, we're City now. They didn't get Hank. They didn't get King. It, it it could be it could be City. They don't have one. I know they will definitely go after him. Um, and I just pray, just like with Kane, that they do not get him. I don't know if you had a chance to watch him play this season, but it is absolutely ridiculous. It's 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 almost getting to where he might be that Ballon d'Or five, six, seven in a row. Nah. He, he's that great, and he's not. This is the thing: the difference between Holland this season and last season. This season, he's he's assisting. So he's dropping deep, and instead of playing in a pivot and turning, he's turning and he's attacking, and the wingers are bombing past him, and he's dishing it. So whoever gets this kid at 21, is he 20 years old? They've got a decade where this kid will dominate a line for a decade at a minimum. So I hope that they're, they're serious about it. I know that's not going to solve solve all of our problems, but I would love to have a kid who, just like Lukaku, who's going to give you 20 a season, I think he's that type of kid. I think he's that type of 20 a season, um, assist, be strong, great attitude, crazy celebration with the with the wild, weird arms. He just won a game for them last uh, this yeah, last week Friday, at the, at the that last, last Saturday at the buzzer. He just has it in him. But uh, yeah, City are going to throw the whole bank at them. They they damn near threw it at Harry Harry Kane. They were only twenty five million short. Short. You think they're going to 
hesitate to give another $25 million to Erwin Holland? I don't think so. At 21 years old, where Harry will be 29 after the season's over, they're not going to hesitate. I think with City, are they going to hesitate on giving him the end, the weekly wages that United can give him? That's the thing. You know what I mean? Oh, they'll do it in a heartbeat. Uh, they, that's, well, that was this one of the, the deal breakers of, Ronaldo. This is the type of kid, in my opinion, that you do whatever the agent asks. If Mina, and you know Mina, mm-hmm. he's going to ask for everything. He's going to ask for 400 <sighs> going to ask for 15 up front. He's going to want 20% of whatever the hell Erling's going to get. The other thing that they have going in their favor, Erling's dad hates United. He doesn't not like, he hates United. So being a Leeds fan. So uh, he's not going to be so quick to just listen to the speech and listen. And again, what we have in our favor is that Ole's already coached Erling and knows him and speaks the language, knows the kid, knows he's breaking all of his records. Uh, and so we have that going on our side. So it's going to be a big fight, but I definitely think that they know that Cristiano Ronaldo's got about two prime years, three if we're lucky, and then he's going off to Miami somewhere to make a whole bunch of money uh, playing MLS. Cavani's got one bye, season. Tony. We all know that. He'll- bye, Tony. Bye, bye, Tony. You get your, your your number nine jersey go somewhere else. Well, I think ultimately if you look at it, for me, for me in my opinion, I don't think he's going to play striker at all. Really? What do you think he's playing? Number 10? Nah. Come on, man. A number 10? No. He's a striker. Tony? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I know I bullshit about Tony. I mean, I'm not. I, he's going to have to play I, off the left, I, I, and I, I think Erwin's going to come right into. I know I bullshit with Tony about Tony, but. General no, together. I don't think Holland's going to. Holland's going to. But I think. Number nine. Yeah, I think he plays by himself up there, and I, I don't think I don't think there's there's a question about it. So you know, it, it's one of those things where again, I I want to see the team start to progress, and I want Ole to figure figure out. Listen, listen, no more of this nice guy, no more of this. Everyone's gonna get a chance. You got to play your best eleven with De Gea being in in, in goal, and you got to get after it. Speaking of De Gea, man, match last match. I thought Aaron was. I felt like if they would have scored that goal, I think we would have lost by about four goals. I really think that the floodgates would have been open at that point. He saved yeah. that goal. I thought he played really well in defense as it was by himself anyway, just tracking back. Um, again, a lot of people will say De Gea because he made those two saves. But I think if people go back to that play where De Gea got beat for the goal that should have been a goal, uh, Aaron came out of nowhere and, yeah. and saved the bacon. So I gave it to Aaron. Uh, I thought he was the best player that day, but big shout to De Gea. He has basically shut the whole world up, and I don't think Dean's going to sniff the pitch until we're playing in a cup game. So he is the number nine or the number uh, one. Yep. He will retain that jersey uh, for for this complete season. A lot of people were saying sell Henderson. I think that's too far of a shout, but I do think that uh, De Gea has played himself back into form, and I think you know having your first child, settling in, getting comfortable with that, understanding your role, knowing where you are, and then taking advantage of his position. I mean, let's just be honest. Dean Henderson got COVID, and it hit him really bad. He was out. He was he was down. And so, you know, you have an opportunity, just like I've talked about with uh, Van de Beek, when you have an opportunity, you got to step up and do something. And, I mean, that save 
was prime De Gea. That was, you know, his hand, he didn't just put his hand on the ground. He raised his hand up to stop that ball. So I just, I really feel like he has cemented himself as yeah. the number one. But yeah, for me, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Wan-Bissaka was uh, the player of the game. I'll go with De Gea. Just because I love the acrobatic, you know, shit that he was doing. Uh, Aaron got beat several times. I mean, I mean, Charlie was, was, was kind of a menace to him. Yes, he did. Aaron, you know, was uh, got that miraculous, you know, comeback save. Um, but, um, yeah, I have to say that. Well, you see, I mean, it's been a lot. We didn't even talk. We didn't, we didn't even talk about the, the match today, the Stoke City match. Or we didn't talk about the Southampton match too much. So, but I mean, that just goes to show how much news is coming out of Old Trafford right now. Now we have a break. So next week we could talk uh, upcoming matches with the uh, you know Newcastle and everything like that. So uh, it's just it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for United. Uh, it's Ronaldo's back. I can't put that into words. CR seven is home, and we just need to it, rejoice. It doesn't even make any sense. It, it doesn't even make any sense that he's back. And uh, I just hope Newcastle gets. <laughs> Upside the head, and uh, poor Steve Bruce. We love Steve, but man, we we just want you to get slapped upside the head, buddy. Did you see that his interview, Ronaldo's interview today? I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I'm not, okay. This is off topic, very off topic. He looks a lot thinner than he used to like look. You know what I mean? Is it me or this? Is it this? No, I, he's he's getting older. He's getting older, and he's trying to stay lean, but at the same time, has that muscle mass in his. Legs, but not so much in his face because he's getting older. Yeah. And I think for for me, anyway, you know, you don't. It's kind of like Adama Traore who could use that lean. He's got so much muscle. Ronaldo's like a statue, and yeah. it is so muscular. And I think with him trying to you know stay lean and lose some of that muscle so he can move still, I think that's why his face looks. Like, you're, you're you're not off. He he, he right. he's getting older. He's just you know he, he's aging. You can tell when he gets older. He's his chin. Is gonna be it's it's gonna look crazy because he just he's so he's such a physical specimen that him trying to lean himself out with his old his face getting older he just looks weird so no it's it's not you you're not oh, tripping man. he he looks definitely I was like, like man, he looks like thin weird. Yeah. if you if you put his picture up to like when he first got there. Hey. <laughs> To now, I thought when, uh, I looked at the picture when when he won the battle. I mean, because everybody's playing the old the clip from I forgot what team was it was it West Brown or uh, when he scored from like what forty yards out that free kick. Smith goal, huh? The Portsmouth goal Portsmouth. or the West goal? It was like when yeah, probably Portsmouth, and then he's like just doing this, you know, like the mm-hmm. you know just screaming. It was about it was in two thousand eight season. Um, you look at that Ronaldo compared to this Ronaldo, it's like, man, he looks a lot, he looks, you know, a little thinner. Um, when he, when he got, when he got to Real, I think that's when he really started to put on that muscle mass. The celebration was the shirt lift with the, with the six pack showing. That was the six pack, the beginning pack boss. Right. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. I think he got so big when he got to Italy you could see he was trying. He was still staying toned, but he was trying to lose some of that that that, that 
the overall muscle and, and more focus on his core, more focus in on his leg. His legs are still massive because the guy can jump out the uh, out of the out of the, the stadium. So I think it's it's just that face. He doesn't have that same uh, full face, I guess you could say, um, that he did. But man, the guy the guy's beautiful. Look at his beautiful family. Look at his beautiful. This is like two goals. It's today. a dream. Yeah, he still got it. He still got it for two more seasons, in my opinion. He's probably 29, 29, 28, 29 years old is what he probably is as far as physicality is concerned, his physical fitness. He's probably got the body of about a 29-year-old kid, and he's damn near 40. All right. So EC and I are going to pick our our, uh, tongues off the floor. He's slobbering over Ronaldo right now, guys. So... (laughs) All right, DC. Well, um, we'll we'll catch you next week. Uh, we have international break. I mean, England plays or CC United plays. Hopefully, tomorrow, I believe, right? Um, and then another match towards the end of the weekend. And then we'll and then we'll recap uh, or we'll preview, and hopefully we know what number you, uh, Ronaldo's going to be uh, by the next by the next pod. So y'all have a great week. Y'all keep yourself safe. EC, love you, thank you, and uh, Lucky Diaz, where you at? I'm getting the black lung, Bob. It's not very well ventilated down there.